Welcome to Mile High Magazine with your hosts, Adam Morgan, Murphy Houston, and Melissa Moore. Mile High Magazine takes a look at the issues and people shaping Colorado, presented by the Public Affairs Department of Bonneville, Denver. Now, here's your host, Adam Morgan. When it comes to the subject of health, the traditional conventional thinking tends to be on a personal basis. At the Center for African American Health, although health and the individual is important, the center has expanded its emphasis to encompass the family as a family resources center. Greetings again. I'm Adam Morgan. For the individual, their support touches prostate screenings for men to mental health first aid. Also, their Strengthening Families program and Community Wellness Navigators is also for families. The range of support also encompasses a Mastering Aging program for new seniors. The center has something to support the physical and emotional health for all ages. Continuing to share how the Center for African American Health can make your life better, irrespective of culture, is Center Director of Operations, Ms. Paula Brown. We have found a growing need and interest in our community to address mental health and first aid, really removing that taboo associated with even just saying mental health. Yeah has been really thought-provoking for us. You know, mm-hmm. working alongside Colorado Mental Health and First Aid, we've brought in the Mental Health First Aid class, and it's an eight-hour opportunity for individuals who are teachers, non-medical professionals, to understand the importance of providing aid to individuals who are experiencing a mental health crisis. Yeah. So really sitting down, and not only through um, the the curriculum, but through lived experience and conversation, it is a very thought-provoking eight hours, and you walk away from it better equipped to, to work with someone who's who's in a moment of, of crisis and needing help. And there are individuals in African-American and communities of color. Back in the day, especially, nobody was going to speak to in any way regard that there are some mental health needs. What have you all learned to do to um, say to your clients when they come in that it's it's okay, it's a part of life, that you're not crazy? Because, you know, that's what all uh, down on the block, down on the corner, nobody wanted to speak to that at all. Of course. I think one of the things that the center does very well is – to create a safe and respectful place mm-hmm. for people to come and really unburden themselves in a way that feels respectful and responsible to them. Sure. And allowing them to share their story in a real non judgmental arena and then asking versus telling. Asking the individual, well, what would work best for Welcome you? Welcome to Mile High our, Magazine our with your hosts, Adam of, Morgan, of providers, Murphy Houston, and Melissa Moore. Mile High Magazine takes a look at the and issues and people shaping Colorado. Presented by the Public time. Affairs Department of Bonneville, now, Denver. Of that is now, crisis. here's your host, it is. Melissa Moore. We do both Moore. the adult mental health first aid training and we do um, mental health first aid for adults working with youth. Oh, for adults working with youth. Mm-hmm. And if you have some youth that are having a crisis, do you do referrals then? We do. We do. One of the things that we found very early on when we brought this program to the center is young people were asking, well, when are you going to work directly with us? So in September, we're actually putting together a youth advisory council to wow. help spearhead some work around mental health first aid for young people. And young people these days have a lot of pressures on them from different places and different things going on, not only externally from the family, but inside the family, too. And just getting them to seek help and attention, 
that's half the battle right there. It is. And I think the thing that we have to remember is Mm -hmm. when someone is asking, the first thing we need to do is to listen. It's the very first thing. That's the very first thing. Yeah. Not make assumptions. No, no. Now this, uh, the, the mental health first aid, uh, those are a series of classes too that last what, eight, nine weeks. It's uh, literally a one full day opportunity for folks to come and learn. So it's an eight hour opportunity for you to be in community, like learning community, walking through the curriculum. And they register for that on your website or a telephone number to call? You can register on our website or Welcome you can call us Welcome to Mile High Magazine. Mile High Magazine takes a look at the issues and people shaping events in Colorado. Really presented by the Public Affairs Department of Bonneville, Denver. No, Here's your host, literacy. Murphy Houston. You have somebody down there deciphering insurance policies? What? I, I got to know about that. Yes. So we are very fortunate to have a health coverage guide work with our organization to really ensure that community understands health insurance, mm-hmm. understands how health insurance literacy really does enhance your well-being. So unpacking all of the puzzle pieces associated with Medicare, Medicaid, the Affordable Care Act, when to register, how to register, and really taking a a true one-on-one opportunity to sit with an individual and understand mm-hmm. his or her health and wellness journey. Yeah. And then what types of insurance coverages would best suit that individual. Now, is, is this a good idea perhaps to uh, contact a center and I'm going to say maybe enjoy that class or that consultation before the health insurance registration period at the end of the year comes up in November so that when you have to declare something and everybody's saying, well, I got Medicare Advantage, I got this, I got that, you'll have a real clue on what to do. Yes, open enrollment. We always find there. that. O- o- open <laughs> enrollment. Thank you very much. Of course. We always find there's an uptick right before because, you know, we find from community, they'll say, well, we don't necessarily need that right now, but we know that the center's there when we're ready. And so right before that open enrollment period, we do find a surge in people reaching out. (laughs) Hey, I don't know what's in this thing. Somebody got to help me now, right? And individual appointments. So literally can come to the center. The center's um, healthcare coverage guide can come to you. We really do meet community where they are Mm -hmm. in terms of helping to support and provide services. Yeah. So if you're looking for changes in your uh, health insurance coverage and plans and, and what an idea of what some of the people are offering, at least what it means, you all are able to do that so that when that clock starts on November 1st, they're able to go, yeah, I want that right there, and this is how it works for me. Yes, and we can do it year-round. We don't have to just wait until that open enrollment period Right, that, that's what I'm saying. Do it yeah. early now. Do it in the middle of summer <laughs> so that when you get there, you will have forgotten half of everything you know, but at least you can <laughs> refer back to it. Yes. Know, and, and be in real good, good shape about that. Yes, a number of people need to... I know I need to figure out what's in those insurance <laughs> policies, that is for sure. And you've, for a number of years, you've had your long-running faith and health, faith and health initiative. That is the foundation of our organization. Mm-hmm. One of the things that we really appreciate about this long-standing relationship is the fact that we have such rich partnerships with our faith community. So we have liaisons for, from, from over 85 churches, 22 very active, who meet with the center and advise us on how to help the faith and health liaisons enrich the work that they're doing within their, their congregational community. So we meet on a monthly basis and we talk about things like breast health. We talk about things of 
maternal and infant health. We talk about access, access to healthy food, access to transportation. We talk about everything under the sun when it comes to from the top of your head to your your big toe. Yeah. And, and, and you're able to position it in accordance with their religious beliefs. We are. We are. And they're the drivers of the opportunity to gather. They tell us what they want to talk about mm-hmm. when convening. And so what we do is we look into our our treasure trove of experts around those topics that they're requesting. Sure. And we make sure that there's someone at the table who can address their questions and help them to guide their congregations. So you can... You can talk to Jewish congregations about kosher stuff, which I've never figured out. I still have to, <laughs> on one hand. Or on the other hand, um, a Muslim congregation about their eating habits and their diet, what, they, what, their, uh, what the Koran says they can or cannot have. Yes, and the nice thing about this is it's a, a learning partnership. We're mm-hmm. learning together. Yeah. And we Christians who just eat everything, <laughs> you know, you're able to tell us what not to eat in accordance with our beliefs, too. Thinking about it, more, making smarter choices in terms of what you're eating is what we really want to do. Smarter choices. That is the bottom line on that. Uh, you've been able to get men involved with prostate screenings? We do. We actually are hosting on September 28th in partnership with Inner City Health we're hosting our annual men's prostate health event. And so it's an opportunity for men to come and to receive that preventative care along with the exams mm-hmm. and actually talk to a doctor within that time frame to just better understand what it means to truly be healthy yeah. from that, that, that space of prostate. Are you still finding, is, is the center still finding that men of color, along with, uh, along with Anglo men too, are we still kind of, uh, I'm tougher than that. That's not going to happen to me. We're not going to say that. You know, I'm, I'm sure I'm going to be fine. So I'm not going to do anything with it. Are men still hiding hiding behind the rocks regarding prostate health? Yes, and we are finding more and more that men are coming forward and saying, you know what, I need to have a better educated understanding of my body, and so using this as kind of that jumping off place. Yeah, we find that each year we serve over seventy five men just in that small amount of time, whether it's through our men's prostate event at Inner City Health or during our annual health fair. So the mm-hmm. numbers are increasing, which we always appreciate. Yeah. So it takes more strength to admit vulnerability than it does not to just to sit there and have your popcorn and watch the game and pretend I'm good. Yes. Yes. And I think that that degree of honesty is, is a must for mm-hmm. men in terms of just being honest about either the fear or the stress associated with going to the doctor, thinking about our history when it comes to doctors yeah. and, and medicine. So we're finding more and more that not only are fathers showing up, but they're bringing their sons. Oh, they are. They're they bringing are. their sons. They're bringing their sure, sons. To make sure it gets passed along. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Absolutely per- perfect. You also have a, in the few moments we have left, you also have an outreach called Aging Mastery. What is that about? Is that growing old the right way? Is it changing the way we're growing old? And I, I saw that. I said, I'm going to dance. I'm not going to ask about that. <laughs> well, that probably means me. But at the end of the day, the audience needs to know about that. Yes. Men and women ages 55 and older actually come together um, over the t- a 10-week session to really design a playbook for how to age well, 
how mm-hmm. to age gracefully. So thinking about your finances as you age, thinking about advanced planning, thinking about health and wellness, thinking about exercise and movement. There are 10 courses over the course of that 10 weeks, Yeah, 90 minutes. There's an outside expert that comes and sits with this learning community and takes them on a journey of understanding. Yeah, yeah. And they all need it. That's for sure. And you can help people of you know who who may have saved some finance for retirement on one hand. You could also help those of us who just run on our social security checks. We we find that many of the seniors who go through that program really appreciate talking about senior fraud. That idea of identity theft, how to protect themselves on the internet. So it's a very enriching opportunity. And in partnership with the National Council on Aging, we find that it's one of our, our highest of interest programs right now with seniors. Really? Okay, I got to ask this question. You trick, you tripped my news trigger here. You're talking about senior fraud. Do you all talk about families? Because most of the fraud that happens with seniors is with families, and they don't consider it because it came from Cousin Bill. We, you, it's very interesting. I'll tell a story. So we had an individual who said that she had actually experienced identity theft and didn't realize that it was her nephew who had actually hijacked her identity. Mm-hmm. And it was only working with her local law enforcement officers and AARP that she was able to determine what had happened and then had to start the process of reclaiming her identity. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's always been the not always, but that's the case. A lot of families, a lot of people really do not want to get their hands around that it's from the family, not somebody who happened to call up on the phone and trick them into something. So, exactly. And that's all a part of the Aging Mastery Program. Yes. Okay. I guess the final thing I'll ask you about is um, overall the center is working to strengthen families collectively and individually. We are. And through our Strengthening Families programs, it's an opportunity for families with um, young people from birth to three and three to five to really come and, and be in a space of parent to parent learning, understanding the best practices of parenting in order to raise a health, healthy, healthy, healthy child. Strengthening families. You, know, you all have a lot of wonderful stuff going now. How can our listeners get a hold of it again? What's the website and what's the phone number again? So you can give us a call at 303-355-3423. And our website is caahealth.org. All right, Ms. Paula, thank you so much. Thank you. We thank Ms. Paula Brown, Director of Operations at the Center for African American Health, for being our guest again for this edition. You can access their resources and support assistance at the center online at caah.org or by calling 303-355-3423. That's 303-355-3423. I'm Adam Morgan. Do keep in touch. Stay on your game. And we deeply appreciate you sharing a few moments of your weekend with us.